When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, Producer Maria. Melissa, who are our beautiful and lovely patrons for today? We've got Kelly. Laura and Emma. Guys, welcome to the team. We are so happy to have you. You know what I just realized? We should do a patron only Discord channel. Oh, interesting. That could be kind of cool. Like, do another separate channel on the Discord where it's only patrons are allowed. Ooh. And they can ask you anything and you have to answer. We have yes. to answer. Yeah. You have to answer. Yes. Uh, you can, uh, social security number, mother's maiden name, credit card info, <laughs> like just yeah. shoot. This guy's the All limit. your security answers. I was in the Discord, I think Friday morning. I was just in there looking around and there were some people talking about Lord of the Rings and like people were like arguing about it. And I was like, this is great. It's like, like, but nicely <laughs> arguing like, oh, my God, that's such a great. Oh, I never even thought about that. Like, oh, yeah, I see your point. I see your point. And I was like, this is nice. <laughs> I, I actually saw a really funny Lord of the Rings meme the other day. And I'm not even okay, a Lord of, I'm not even a Lord of the Rings head. But it was like, uh, is it the one that's like one does not just walk into Mordor? No, it wasn't okay. door. It was uh it was like hobbits and Lord of the Rings named their daughters Daffodil, Violet, Sunflower, but named their 
son's dumpster bag like dumpster bag like frodo yeah like (laughs) like bilbo trash like and it was like all these like funny names that sounded it was just it was funny i'll have to find it i'm not doing it justice well it sounds good to me (laughs) i loved it anyways (laughs) melissa yes what the frick is our episode on today so this was sent to me by my lovely husband who it was sent to him as potentially turning it into like a tv series and i think they are not martin but someone else is turning it into like a tv show because it's like kind of a crazy story and martin's like this would be a good web crawlers episode and i read it i was like you know what you're right wow i am so excited (laughs) on december 16th 2017 Paddy Moriarty, a 70-year-old man who lived in the small Australian village of Larima, disappeared. Wow, I was going to say Ireland. I, uh, Paddy Moriarty, I well, was guessing Ireland. He's from Ireland. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> and his dog, Kelly, hmm. were also never see, seen again. They disappeared at the same time four years ago. Oh, Nobody no. knows what the heck happened. Oh, God. And there are all kinds of rumors about his disappearance. Was he fed to a pet crocodile? What? Was he baked into a meat pie by the woman he had a years-long feud with? Melissa. Is one of the 11 residents of Larimar, Larimar to blame? Oh, my let's God. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah, please, let's. Okay. So, the night of the disappearance... Paddy Moriarty, he went to the Pink Panther, which is like the only <laughs> hotel and bar in Larima to end his day. There's only 11 people in this town. That's how small it is. It's like the size of a city block. That's crazy. So he had eight beers, which is like Whoa, all typical right. for him. That's what mm-hmm. every night he had eight beers. That was his thing. <laughs> and then he and his dog jumped on his quad bike to ride a few hundred meters home on the other side of the Stewart Highway. And this was the last time he was seen alive. So when Paddy didn't show up to the bar for a few days, and no one can get a hold of him, they called the police, because he was there every day. So the police showed up to his house. His door was unlocked. His cowboy hat was there, which he never left home without his hat. His glasses were there. There were dishes still out that had uneaten food on them. And there was huh. chicken in the microwave for his dog, like the dog's food. Oh, there this was is weird. No disturbance at the house, so the police believed that he voluntarily left his house because there was nothing disturbed. It was like he just left, and so the police do suspect foul play, and all eleven people in the small town were considered suspects. Yeah, they have to be. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, so. A few of the suspects are the last person to see Patty alive was a Pink Panther bartender. And there's also a gardener who Patty got into a fight with just days before his disappearance. Huh. And then there's the owner of a roadside tea house who bakes pies, who had this like long feud with Patty. I don't like it. So this town of Larima, it's like very secluded. The nearest grocery store is like 60 miles away. What? And the main road through the town has a history of murders and mysterious disappearances. 
including a British backpacker who vanished 17 years ago. And this town is mainly a pit stop for tourists driving from the north to the south. But it's also a place where the Aboriginal Australians refuse to live because they claim it's haunted. Fuck, man. Yeah, there's no cell phone service. What? Paddy didn't own a smartphone. He just had a landline and an answering machine, and he didn't have a computer. Like, people are just straight up off the grid here. The two main places in town to hang out are the Pink Panther Pub, where he was last seen, and Fran's Devonshire Tea House. Hmm. That's where all the pies come from. Oh, no. So Barry, who's the owner of the Pink Panther, said Patty used to come in there every day, and he, like, really misses him. And the Pink Panther Hotel, it's not luxurious, but it, but it's bright pink, and the owner, Barry, kept hundreds of exotic animals out back, mostly, like, birds, wallabies, snakes, lizards, and three crocodiles. What? The fuck? One of whom, one of these crocodiles has no eyes and is named after Ray Charles. <laughs> this is, these people are <laughs> Looney Tunes. I would watch a documentary series on this town. There are a few out like date or not like Dateline, but like news type of documentaries about it that are, yeah. have come out. But yeah, they're making this into a TV show. So some people actually think that Patty's body was fed to one of these crocodiles. Oh, my God. And when the police were investigating, they did look into this saltwater crocodile named Sneaky Sam. I mean, but they <laughs> the name fits the crime. <laughs> Sneaky Sam. I mean, you can't, a crocodile can't be sneaky. Well, <laughs> no, they are sneaky. Yes, they when can. When they're in water, yes, they're they sneaky. Can. Yeah, I think they lurk. You know what that one did to Captain Hook? Sneakiest crocodile oh. of them all. Until he got that clock stuck in his tummy, and then he couldn't sneak up on anyone anymore. That's true. That's wow. very true. Yeah. That's true. And that's a very true. <laughs> that's, that's a very true. <laughs> and the police also thought that maybe sinkholes were to blame because the area around the town is no What is it going to be next? Quicksand? Is this Jumanji? <laughs> this is just a story of Jumanji. <laughs> Wait a minute. Melissa. <laughs> Martha, you said making a Jumanji. Jumanji TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's, the, yeah, the town has some sporadic sinkholes. They thought maybe an abandoned World War II bunker he like fell into or something and uh, it's the outback so it's like Uh, it's hot as hell it's just desert and there's steak everywhere yes there's steak everywhere so there's snakes birds of prey wild pigs wild donkeys and buffalo could have eaten his remains or even like maybe killed him so when they like did launch the search they spent three days looking all through the outback They were on vehicles, they had helicopters, and, like, nothing was ever found. Sorry, I just want to interject. So he was, he also, the night he disappeared, it's safe to say he was wasted. I think he, well, he had eight beers every night. That was, like, his usual. So the interviews, people were like, no, he wasn't too wasted. Like, that's just what he, He how many beers he drank. He was I haven't drank it so drunk. long. I forgot. Okay, yeah. So he was he was like tipsy. He was he was loose loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah. They spent three days. They searched the town dump. 
because they're like, oh, maybe that's that could be a clue. But they and the incinerators, but they didn't find anything. What? And they searched the local dam. All these divers went in there. They searched it. Forensic investigators. There was nothing. They assumed that like if him and his dog disappeared, there's got to be some sort of remains or something. But no, there's nothing. So the police said that whatever happened to Patty Moriarty and his dog, Kelly, was more than likely human. Like someone must have taken him, kidnapped him. Oh, boy. And it turned out some of the residents of Larama had been involved in a years-long feud. And because of these feuds, not everyone liked Patty. Uh-oh. So one of the people who didn't like Patty... It's also one of their main suspects. It's Fran Hodgetts. She's 75. (laughs) She owns the tea house where she sells assorted meat pies and pastries. Oh, God. She sells like camel pies, buffalo pies, alligator pies, random minced meats. I've had alligator. Have you guys had alligator? I have not. I have not. Is it good? Alligator tastes like chicken (laughs) that's what they say everything tastes like chicken yeah i used to sell alligator that's right yeah (laughs) just just stop how could we forget my friend's neighbor used to have a gator meat truck and we'd go to i'd work with them go to the fair and sell gator meat on a stick deep fried i was gonna say do you fry it right that's how you eat it yeah. Um, I've heard of camel milk. I feel like they tried to do that as an alternative milk for a minute. Oh, I've never heard of that. Or camel meat. I didn't know people eat camels. That's crazy. I didn't know that either. But yeah, camel camel milk, I think, is a thing. Do you remember? <laughs> do you watch Bear Grylls? No, but I know I know of Bear Grylls. I've just he have never slept. Didn't he sleep in a camel carcass to keep warm one night? Makes sense. I think that's the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Oh, that's Revenant. That was the bear. (laughs) Where the bear tried to (laughs) have sex with him. Uh, Anyway, okay. So Fran claims that her pies are world famous. And a lot of people in the town joke that Patty was baked into her pies. They're like, oh, yeah. Because Fran and Patty did not get along. They were not friends. Oh, my God. But Patty lived directly across the road from Fran, and he would always get annoyed when her customers would park on his property. Oh, no. Patty even got back at her by telling her her pie, by telling people her pies were terrible and that his dog wouldn't even eat them. That's a good diss. Uh Uh-huh. And before Patty disappeared in 2013, he actually spoke to ABC, which is the Australian public broadcast a few times about his life in Larma. They were doing this, like, a story on small towns in the outback. And during this interview, he talked shit about Fran's pies. (laughs) And I have an audio clip. Oh, no. What's that musical? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. That's so funny. I was about to say, Melissa, you're just telling us the story of Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. How how does everyone get on in this little town? Don't. No, no, no. It was meant to be a colour story on a remote settlement. But by chance, Paddy told the ABC all those years ago something very interesting. Franz has got the worst pies. I used to go over there and, and the dog wouldn't eat me pie. 
Fran's got the worst pies. Patty's cool. I think that's so funny. He's cool. Yeah. He's a cool guy. <laughs> so yeah, he was talking shit about her pies. Uh, yeah, I mean. And then Patty even put up a sign in front of his house that said the best pies in town were at the Larima Hotel, Fran's oh, competitor, shit. the Pink Panther Hotel and Bar, because that guy started making pies as well. Well, now to, like, you're telling us money. a story of three billboards. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Fran said that Patty would taunt her, call her names like a bush pig, <laughs> and four days before he disappeared, she claimed that he put a kangaroo carcass outside the window of her tea house to rot in the sun and then he laughed about it with his pails at the Pink Panther. Oh, my God. And then one time a donkey got run over, and apparently Patty cut off its penis and threw that up her driveway. Excuse me? <laughs> she even tried to get a restraining order against him, but the court rejected her request because there was no evidence of any of this. So, of course, this feud led to people calling the police to tell them that like Fran probably killed him. They're like, oh yeah, it was Fran. Fran killed him. And Fran was not a fan of Patty. She also in this uh this story, she was talking about Patty. So I stopped him coming here. And that's when all this trouble started. He started pinching stuff, pinching umbrellas from here and uh, damaging me property and giving me cheat and telling customers here not to come in, putting broken glass under under car wheels, you know, over the parking bay because he, he didn't he didn't want them parking over there and he, they'd pull up over there in front of his place and they'd tell, he'd tell him not to come in here, that nothing was homemade. And I mean, I'm not rubbishing the man. I'm only telling you, it's all been reported to the police right through. Yeah, so apparently she said he was stealing umbrellas, putting glass under car tires. <laughs> Okay, this is crazy. These people are crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. So her house ended up being searched multiple times. And the incinerators were searched. And like her ovens. But like nothing was ever found. But Fran even said, I have no idea where Patty is. And I'm not sad that he's gone. I mean, I don't think a, I don't think a guilty person would say that. Yeah. Or maybe they would to throw him off the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse psychology. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, please Nope, you don't actually have to screenshot it. We will just see it and we will read it on our mailbag episodes. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Continue to call us. Guys, we're behind again. You guys oh my God, calling. we have so many. <laughs> so many. Yeah, we love it. So many. And we also love it when you guys call three times in a row and just say the same thing over and over and over again. It's our like, <laughs> we love it. We love you guys. So keep on calling. We will keep on playing. 
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Now, back to our episode. So, the Northern Territory of Australia, they the coroner held an investigation hearing and interviewed all the ten, 10 of the locals. And so Bobby Roth he used to wash ditch- dishes at Fran's tea house, said Fran hated Patty and used to say, I'll kill him. And then <laughs> and Bobby's husband, Carl, also said he heard Fran say bad things about Patty as well. And then another resident who used to work for Fran, Maurice Darby, said he quit being Fran's cook because Fran was ripping customers off. Oh, shit. He claimed that Fran was buying pies at the supermarket, removing the filling, and replacing it with her own, and charging people $10 for a 75-cent pie. I mean, that's kind of genius. These old folks in this town are just a bunch of scammers. They are a bunch of scammers. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, But when Fran was questioned, she started talking about her gardener, Owen. 
She's like, oh, you might want to have a word with Owen because they got into a little a little fight just three days before Patty disappeared. So Patty's dog was in the road barking at the tea house and like wouldn't stop. Like her, the dog was just there barking. So Owen got into an argument with Patty and they were shouting and Owen said, shut the dog up or I'll shut it up for you. Uh-oh. And Owen admitted that he had a bad temper, but he denied any involvement. And he also said he was joking when he told Fran, if anyone touches my plants, it'll be the first murder in Larima. So he was like really protective about all his plants. Oh, Jesus Christ. And also, Owen made two phone calls at the payphone across from his house around 630 the night Patty went missing, which would have been like the time that Patty was heading home. But apparently the calls like didn't go through. Interesting. So like that's it's kind of suspicious. Like who's he calling? Why is he using a payphone? It's it's weird. It's yeah. weird. But the police found no evidence to suggest that Fran or Owen was involved in Patty's disappearance. So given the couple of days it took to report Patty's disappearance, it's possible that if he wandered off, like he could have encountered a snake or had like a medical emergency of some kind and that wild animals maybe could eat his remains. But the police are confident. They're like, we would have found something, his clothing, his dog. Yeah, his clothing. Animals wouldn't eat his clothes. I mean, maybe a crocodile might. Crocodiles uh, cro- eat anything. A croc, a croc might, yeah. They clocks. They eat clocks. <laughs> that is good point. Good point. So if they, if a crocodile ate Flavor Flav, they'd eat Flavor Flav clothing and and clock necklace. The whole shebang. Yeah, they eat anything. Yeah. Didn't? No. Oh, what was? T- no. Tiger King was. They think what's her face fed her husband to a tiger. Yes, tigers no, no, crocs, too. no crocs, no crocs, no crocs. It wasn't. It wasn't Croc King. <laughs> Croc King. That's me when I take the dogs for a walk and I'm wearing oh, my my boy. my Guy Fieri Crocs, black with red flames. You know, I've Ooh. never owned a pair of Crocs, and I want. I wish I did. You know, I was literally quoted in the Wall Street Journal during That's quarantine right. talking about Crocs. That's right. Wow. I'm a Crocosaur. Crack a sewer. <laughs> uh, okay. So some neighbors in this town had ignored one another for more than a decade, which is crazy to me because you're in this town with 11 people. You're getting into arguments with like <laughs> one tenth of the population. It just seems crazy. Some people were yelling at each other. Some people had been banned from the pub for like being disruptive and like getting too drunk. Oh, my God. And over the years, there have been accusations of theft, arson, murdered pets, and, like, mail getting steamed open. Like, people snooping in on other people's mail. And there was also a rift in the Larima Progress Association back in the late 1990s. Because at one point, the town, they had 20 people there. They had two rival associations. Like, the town was split down the middle. So the police have questioned everyone in Larima since December 2017, and everyone denies their involvement. And so Barry Sharp, the guy who owned the Pink Panther, he sold it in 2018, 
And he said at the time that he had terminal cancer and then he ended up dying December 2019, the guy who owned the bar. And Fran also got diagnosed with cancer and she left town for treatment and she has not returned yet. So Fran's no longer there. And then this year, the police announced the reward and they said they believe Patty Moriarty was murdered. They believe it was murder, like something crazy happened to him. And they said large signs had been put up near Larma offering $250,000 for information leading to the location of his body or conviction. Whoa. Yeah. The detective said, it's hard to keep a secret. Someone out there knows what happened. We want them to come forward and help us solve a murder. Crazy. This interview that people did, like on the news, they're like, oh, it's like a Wolf Creek thing. It's like the Wolf Creek thing. I'm like, what's the Wolf Creek thing? Yeah, what is that? So the Wolf Creek is a movie based on the backpack murders. Is that a Sasquatch? Is Sasquatch involved? I I honestly (laughs) think there's a movie called Wolf Creek about Sasquatch. This is about the backpack murders. From 1989 to 1993, where seven people were murdered. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. The backpack murders. (laughs) I mean, Sasquatch could have been involved. So the backpack murders were these serial killings that took place in New South Wales between 1989 and 1993, committed by this murderer, Ivan Milot. So the bodies of seven missing young people aged 19 to 22 were discovered partially buried in the Belanglo State Park. And five of the victims were foreign backpackers. Two were Australians. And so this guy was convicted in 1996. He was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences. And he died in prison and he never confessed to any of any of these murders. Interesting. So that's what Wolf Creek is about. And then in 1955, south of Laramond, an English migrant on a bicycle died, and it took 19 days for the police and the Aboriginal trackers to find his body under a tree. People say he, or police estimated he died three days into his journey after becoming deranged and abandoning his bike, food, water, and clothes. So he's still like buried out there somewhere in the desolate countryside. Uh, and there's like hundreds of these stories of people that have like gone out on hikes or treks or like, and they just, it's so hot out there that they just like die from the heat. They like start hallucinating. They just like, it's like, um, that couple we just did. Yeah. So they're like, maybe Patty, like, but wasn't that at night? That was at night. Yeah. It was at nighttime. Maybe. And there was chicken in the in the yeah. microwave it was like his hat was still there yeah yeah there's another one the australian police have issued a fresh appeal to help find the remains of peter falconio the british backpacker murdered 20 years ago in the outback wow he was shot dead when he and his girlfriend joanne lees were ambushed in 2001 his body was never found And this Australian man, Bradley Murdoch, was found guilty of his murder in 2005. And he has refused to tell authorities where he disposed of his body. That remains like one of the most high-profile criminal cases 
this pair they'd been driving along a remote stretch of highway ne- near Barrow Creek, about 200 miles north of Alice Springs, when they were waved down by Murdoch in an approaching car. He then shot Mr. Falconio in the head and then assaulted and tied up his girlfriend. And she managed to escape, and she hid in the bushes for five hours while the attacker stalked her with a dog. She eventually managed to flee to safety after flagging down a passing truck. So her boyfriend's body was never found. They say he hid it somewhere in the outback. At the trial, the judge believed he took the body in his car and dumped it somewhere in the outback in Western Australia, but people have never found it. And so in 2016, the Northern Territory government even brought in a no-body, no-parole law aimed at pressuring Murdoch to reveal this body's whereabouts. So if you don't say where the body is, you can't be eligible for parole. So that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, so I'm thinking why maybe like Patty's dog like got out and was like chasing after something and then he like went out to like go get the dog. I don't know. I really don't know. That makes sense. Or maybe like uh, who who's the woman across the street? Fanny? Franny? Fran. Fran. Maybe she lured the dog out or something like that. Or he was cooking oh. dinner for the dog. Couldn't find the dog. Saw the dog dead or something or or Fran had done it. And then he came over. I, I You know what? I don't and then know. the gardener killed him. Yeah, I like literally don't have a theory. This is so crazy. How did these people even get to this town? Like, it's so small. Are you born here? Like, what happens? Some, Patty was from <laughs> Ireland and he came over when he was like 16, like on a boat and... Ended up just like moving up there. It's really crazy how you end up in like these tiny ass towns. Like whenever there's a, a small town like this, I'm always like, okay, so are they devil worshippers? Is it a cult? <laughs> What's no? Because they all hated each other, right? Yeah. So God, yeah, I don't, I don't this know. Is bizarre. And like tourists do come through that area, like on their way from the north to the south. So like maybe a random murderer just like came through and like saw Patty walking with his dog. I don't know this. I mean, yeah, I, I'm the stumped. police think it's a murder. So I don't know. I'm stumped. Well, you know, I'm stumped too. If you've ever uh, been through this town, uh, if you've ever been to the pink Panther pub, if you've ever eaten a camel pie, pies. Uh, if you've eaten <laughs> one of Fran's pies, uh, please let us know. Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Well, uh, I am Allie. Get off my lawn, Seagull. I'm Melissa Minced Meat Pies Stetton. <laughs> Gross. And I'm producer, uh, you know, crocodiles. Crocodiles are crazy. Yes. They eat flocks. That's, that's a good shirt. We should make a crocodiles are crazy shirt. And then it's a crocodile <laughs> just being like, like that on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll write that down. I'll write that down. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
original. Powered by ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.